1: Hi, everyone. I want to step in before the episode begins just to make a little announcement. Um, here at Tender Loving Care, we pre-record our podcast episodes several weeks before they air. And this week's episode covers toddlers and tiaras. This is being released on the 7th of June 2022, roughly a month after the tragic suicide of 16-year-old Callia Posey, a previous star of Toddlers and Tiaras. Although Callie's episode is not mentioned by us, we feel it is important to mention her here and be sensitive to the fact that some of our comments in this episode may be triggering for anyone dealing with Callie's untimely passing. If you are dealing with any type of mental health struggles, please know that there is help out there. We will include information in the show notes for organizations that are available 24-7 to turn to. Hello and welcome to the 15th episode of Tender Loving Care question mark with your host myself Pauline and my darling Kate. Every week Kate and I break down two shows from the TLC network the name of the network that I believe for the longest time was an acronym for tender loving care and when I found out that it actually stood for the learning channel and I saw the types of shows were on that channel my deep confusion bred this podcast. Each week Kate and I will randomly select two shows to cover for the next episode by spinning the wheel of shame which has all 113 and counting shows that we will be studying.
0: Hello, Kay. Hi, Pauline. Thanks for being up for this, even though you're feeling a little under the weather.
1: Okay, <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> Just a little, a little, I would say PSA, BTS, whatever. I, so dear listeners, you know, the strength of your support, the strength of... The knowledge that Kate and I know we have to get our opinions out to the masses is what's getting me through this show tonight. So, I was, uh, it, we're recording right now on a Wednesday, and on Friday I was um, at a get together with a friend. The friend then texts me on Saturday and says, uh oh, spadoodio, I've tested positive for COVID. Obviously, we're all vaccinated but um, because we're not morons. Um, So I uh, went and took a test, nothing. And then you don't know whether it's psychosomatic or not because there was a little tickle in the throat, just a little tickle. And I Mm -hmm. thought, you know what? That's fine. That's fine. That was on Sunday. I was like, I'm all right. Then the tiredness hit and the tiredness, I was sleeping like nine hours, 10 hours and exhausted waking up. And I'm like, it's okay. I'm probably pregnant. Kidding. I'm not pregnant. <laughs> um, but I was like, okay, uh, <laughs> hmm. It's fine. It's fine. Right. Repeat. It's fine. Yeah. On Monday. Yeah. Ooh. <laughs> a little bit more coming in. Probably just allergies. Right. Tuesday. Mm-hmm. I'm. Fuck no, I'm not taking a test because I'm not going to have COVID. Right. <laughs> We're now on Wednesday and Pollyanna had a rough night. I last night on tuesday i'd got this nice bottle of wine and i thought i'll have this because i wanted to finish this documentary about a man that was found with no heart which i did pass on to kate which we can talk about but um Mm -hmm. i thought i want to finish it and have a glass of wine with it kate i didn't i couldn't even drink wine (gasps) i mean oh oh you are yeah thank you for that (laughs) delayed pause and then reaction because it was dramatic i thought i don't even fancy a glass of wine huh it was nine o'clock and Pollyanna went to bed and I was oh like my. it's okay I'm all right wake up this morning not good so I don't know how you anybody else deals with being sick but when I'm actually sick or pretty pretty sure in this case that I am actually quite sick I I just to go into denial that I think you can just utterly push through anything mind over matter so I was probably the most proactive that I've been and um productive that I've been this entire week today I was sweating I was hot hit a sore Mm. throat I was exhausted I'm like no keep going keep going get it all done get it all done that seems got the pod tonight I'm fine you see I'm fine
0: it's very yeah
1: it is it is quite British um so right now I'm sat here yeah I have I mean I feel like shit like I feel terrible you look great I have a little neckerchief on My hair's in a little pineapple palm and I got myself a glass of wine because I, this is my theory. If I can drink wine, then I'm okay. So I have the wine here. (laughs) I'm going to drink it and I'm going to figure it out later.
0: Yeah. I feel like that's That's what what they did in in like the middle ages or like, it's like, oh, just drink a gallon of red wine
1: and move on. That's what my ancestors did. Yeah. It's fine. It's yeah. fine. So um, that's kind of my plan at the moment. I am Love glad it. that I'm a little bit loopy-doop um, from illness, poss- possible illness, to get through the show that we need to get through today. Oh, Kate, I'm, um, I'm on my third I'm going to hand this over to you because you're on your third. Okay, yeah, I'm just starting my first, but um, I do possibly have um, a disease um, that caused a pandemic. So I, <laughs> between us, we're feeling the right type of way to prepare ourselves for this shit show so yeah. tell tell the listeners what's going on after last week's wheel of shame
0: okay so if you listen to last week's episode you would know that we spun the wheel of shame and we spun two shows we got toddlers and tiaras and then the other one um what was it pauline
1: it was uh oh hang on it was the plural Plural, yes. still seeking sister seeking wife. Seeking sister wife. The plural. Mm. It was some seeking plural, sister wife. I don't know what it was. Thing. It was a spin off of Seeking Sister Wife. We could yeah. not
0: find anything about that. So we just stuck with mm-hmm. toddlers and tiaras, which is something that we can talk about a lot. So uh, we watched several episodes of that. And here is the description that TLC gives this horrid show. This Mm -hmm. funny and sometimes startling reality series takes viewers behind the scenes Uh, of the shockingly competitive world of child beauty pageants, presenting a warts and all portrait of the wee contestants wearing makeup, spray tans Mm. and
1: fake hair, as well as their fanatically driven parents. I would like to note that I did appreciate your dramatic reading there. Kate and I you know we've we've decided now when we read the synopsis of these shows, it's full dramatic reading um so I appreciate that um Got that it. description was lacking a lot, for example, it, yeah. child abuse um mm-hmm. the most horrific thing that's ever been on television um list can go on, very disturbing
0: uses of money. <laughs> There's a lot. Uh, There's
1: yeah, a lot that was. A, to I mean, unpack. Th- yeah, there is. So Kate and I didn't discuss it as the week or wait, during the week, as we said. Hashtag save for the potty. So um, we chose four episodes. Okay, and some of these actually, if you remember, if you're a listener, we had done um, toddlers and tiaras. Where are they now? A couple of episodes back. That's why we were so shocked. When we ended up with this like the un the unforgiving wheel of shame just threw this out as a couple of weeks later. But in this, in this one, we picked four episodes and they do actually consist of a couple of the ones that were on the follow up. Mm-hmm. So, and we're doing it in reverse order, but, um, that's what it was like. So we picked four and we had, um, from various seasons because there's nine seasons. And my big thing, Kate was like, I didn't even know, do they still make this? So I looked at, they don't still make this show. Thank God, as far as I can see. No. Um, why i i'm hoping that we can actually um serve some social um justice and hopefully this podcast and our description of what the show is will force tlc to remove it because why it is still online for people to watch in 2022 is mind-boggling it is i have no well as we said last week as we said the other week we kind of know why uh, it's still up there? Because I'm sure they have a lot of viewers still. The wrong type of viewers. Um, and us. Um, but it, I'm hoping it's just like a... It's, I'm hoping that this podcast episode is going to change TLC's mind. Because it it cannot still be on television, Kate. It cannot be viewed. It shouldn't be viewed by anyone at this point.
0: I mean, this is the show that should be scrubbed from the internet. Of all the shows. Like, we always come across exactly. shows and we're like, where are they? This should be the show that we were like, oh, it's nowhere to be found because it's so horrible. I I legitimately cried like three times watching these just out of horror (sighs) and sadness.
1: It is. I mean, it's obviously we um, this potty is intended to be jovial and to be light. And we do touch on some um, serious subjects at times. This show isn't. This show is just so horrible, and that's such an, an easy word and a, and a and a a less violent word than I want to use for for what it displays. You're seeing we we had to watch fucking children crying in like four episodes because they were forced to do something they didn't want. These monstrous parents. If I'm sure the majority of people have not that are listening to this have not watched this show. But you don't need to to a mad to know you know what it's all about. It was so controversial at the time once yeah. again, why it is still on t v and accessible I don't know, but everyone knows that there's spray tans they put fake teeth in these kids that they put they dress them up as as adults that they have them in provocative wear to dance in front of strangers and it's speechless. People are still going to these pageants every fucking weekend. It's disgusting.
0: In my research, I saw there was one mom who dressed her daughter up as Dolly Parton. And she put like C cup boobs on her mm-hmm. and butt padding. Yep. And this was like a four or five year old. It was so disturbing. Um, so there, there is a lot of controversy really surrounding just... this show. Of course, mm-hmm. like a
1: lot, a lot. And Kate and I will go into it, and we're not gonna, we're not gonna make it as depressing as it actually is watching the show. But Kate and I are both heavily medicated at this point, um, <laughs> having to go through this. So I think we should start so the first we did we decided four episodes the first episode we chose was um the last season season nine episode one 2016 and what I think they did here Kate is they knew this had been on for nine seasons they must have had so much backlash that I think they decided to kind of switch the format a little bit so they had Cambry and Jamie are two coaches and they're like rival coaches um and they they kind of focused a lot more on the politics between those two and their girls being against the other girls and stuff like that. Um, so you had Cambry. Now she looked like to me a dark-haired Dallas cheer cheerleader kind of look. Um, she was in Ve- yeah she was in Vegas and she says that she coaches kids like all over the world, from like Spain to Australia. And um, she does it virtually. And then she has these these kids that come to her to train that are called um, uh, Cambry's, Cambry's Court. Now, she gave me vibes of um, dance mums like Abby Lee. Very much so. Yeah, 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 she, yeah. That's...
0: She was the fancier one. And then Jamie was sort mm-hmm. of the more
1: hokey pokey one. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, I don't know if you noticed that um, in every interview Cambry did, she had like a clear, she had a drink with her in every single episode, in every single interview. And the more I looked, it was like a clear Starbucks coffee cup filled with ice and white wine. Did you notice that? I didn't even see that at all, but
0: that makes perfect oh. sense. <laughs> fits yeah. with her character
1: every every single every single um scene i was like oh there she goes and even when she's at these competitions constantly got a drink in her hand and i'm like there's there's something going on there um Mm -hmm. and then we had jamie who was in phoenix and she had the sassi supremes and i mean you you kind of imagine what they're like they were just they were like dance coaches and competitive and tlc was building up this rivalry between the both of them um I will tell you that in one of the opening scenes that um, I can't remember. No, it was Cambry. Cambry said, quote, you need to have a good body even at five. So um, (sighs) I'll just leave that there. Um, In this one, we had, there was a girl called Callan. Some of the names of these kids, by the way, is... Just too much. If you thought I was confused before about American names, I watch Toddlers and Tiaras and I'm like, I don't know what any of this is. Girl called Callan, four years old. Megan is the mum. This little girl, so they do, the, they're filming at the house first of all, like talking about them getting prepped for the show. This Callan is so ill that she just vomited all over her mother, like twice. And her mother's like, well, you gotta be, you gotta be uh, well enough to get on, um, to get onto the, to get onto the competition quote do you sassy walk this girl was four years old and vomiting over her mother she was so sick and she said do your sassy walk and then she was wearing a t-shirt that said hot mess on it she's four years old it was
0: awful that's how this that's how I started this is my first episode of watching toddlers and T.R.S. by the way so this is my entry okay. into this show is this okay. four-year- old girl projectile vomiting on her mom and her mom being like we've spent so much money on this we have to go mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: and then it, w- yeah Jamie comes over and sh- for a coaching session and the first words out of her mouth I thought were pretty shocking. Are you ready to practice and get brown? Let's get you super, super brown. Get brown to win
1: the crown. Um, Get brown to win the crown. Yep. Yep. Yikes. Yep. And yep. Yeah. You're right. I totally forgot about that. Yeah. That was was dark. No pun intended. And the amount of money. Like, we're going to get into that later on. But (laughs) the entrance fees, the flights... The time, the hotel rooms, then you've got the costumes, you've got the makeup, they have makeup artists. I just, there was so much that struck me about all of this. And one of the things were, like, if you can imagine the worst way to spend your weekend is a Hilton Inn, in somewhere in the middle of Texas, in 90 degree heat, in a room all day with a ton of kids. That's what these parents go out and do with these children weekend after weekend after weekend. And their entire life is surrounding these pageants and surrounding these kids and surrounding them winning. And I'm just thinking, do they? are they not thinking about, oh, this weekend, you know, um, I'm going to go out for my friend's birthday. Or, God, I've got to think about Monday when I get back to work. no. It's these miserable existence in these hotel conference rooms, watching your kid get dressed up and fighting with other parents. It is otherworldly to watch this. You cannot believe that these are people's lives. It's really...
0: uh, uh, It it was, like, gross. It, It was insane to me how seriously they were taking these pageants for top for three-year-old two-year-old three-year-old
1: some of them are babies and they're talking about Mm. it as if it's the super bowl it's insane i mean we're really not exaggerating here that is the thing that struck me it's like there isn't any levity with it these people are so intense and this little girl this other one was called salise who was three years old and her mum. Oh God, Kim, she was in Phoenix and the mum said, I have a hole in my tooth and I'm not getting dental work because I'd rather pay for these pageants. And I really believe that these, these parents think they're doing something great for their children. A lot of them, I think do truly believe that. And time and time again, it's like, you know, it builds th- these same old excuses. It builds confidence. They like being on the stage. Well, go- get them into an acting class. Get them into an acting class in their local home theater. You know, home theater groups, hometown theater groups. That boosts confidence. That teaches discipline. Not putting wigs on them and false eyelashes on a three-year-old. It's... Oh, God, Kate. I know.
0: The, The other girl on this... Or one of the other girls on this episode is Lily. She's four years old. And they all have these sassy intro lines in their interview she goes i'll light that stage on fire i'll burn that stage down i'll set it on fire and the mom this mom tells us that they've spent forty-five thousand dollars on her the husband is an oil mechanic he's home one week a month and she goes we make a lot of sacrifices for her to have a good life i was like
1: what about a college fund vacation it's exactly what i thought cardboard box I know 45 thousand dollars to drag a child from one shitty town in America to another shitty town in America in these hotels to get stared at by men, to get judged by strangers. I Why don't you use that money and go and take them to the Coliseum and give them education on ancient history? No, no. Let's go to yeah. Fort Worth for the weekend. It's Kate. I was so angry.
0: I know. And
1: it's the thing too is like when
0: you are that young, you don't know what you like. So Mm -hmm. then saying, oh, she loves being on stage and wearing all this crap and like getting a spray tan and stuff. No, she doesn't. You like it. And she wants to please
1: you. So she's saying that she likes it too. And some of them are two years old. I mean, they're not, they don't have a functioning vocabulary to, to express anything. Apart from no. when they're so exhausted, they're in floods of tears and these parents are shoving them on. That was just so hard. Honestly, guys, Like, we're trying to keep this light this week. But this was just, we just, we need to do the show to just to, if we can create some type of petition, I'm dead serious to get this off. Um, streaming on TLC we should something good should have come of us having to watch this shit show because it is appalling that this is still on television and accessible it really really is I mean they got rid of like we can't even find what some of those shows we got like clean busters or something like that we can't even find online you can find this it's gross and then I mean, CPS, the Child Protective Services, should have been called um, for just some of these scenes. And I kept thinking about, you know, um, I don't believe, by the way, I don't believe Jeff the PA was a part of this production. He would not do this. I don't think Jeff will go to this. He walked off. Yeah, Yeah. he walked off. That's the only, Jeff has so many morals. Like, he will strip for people in a living room in small town Georgia. He will go to a lot of lengths. But this, Jeff said no. Jeff, this is beyond the pale. Yeah. Yeah. Um, So so Cambry. Yeah. yeah, Go ahead on kind of what else happened in this episode.
0: Um, So she is more, she's charges $150 an hour for her coaching. And she tells the camera, Jamie only charges $50, but you're not going to learn anything. And then Um. at one point she squats and whispers to Lily, there is a team called the Sassy Supremes and we have to beat them. Are you going to beat them? And I was like, yeah, get a grip, lady. Mm -hmm. And then um, Jacqueline's five years old. She has a super young mom named Sylvia, I think, Um, Mm. which, you know, judgment. But I just noticed I was like, oh, wow. Um, People and uh, the mom says people don't understand pageants unless you live the pageant lifestyle. And I was like, no, I think
1: people understand it. (laughs) Well, if we're talking about mums should we mention Kim now Kim was Celise's um, mother and she is someone that this is the one that has a hole in her tooth so she is obsessed with her child um uh, you know being in these pageants and she's one of those women that is so highly strung and I mean has a very this is not me saying she, was participating in this activity. I'm saying how you would mimic a meth addict is the kind of um, energy that Kim had. I am not associating meth addiction and Kim. I am not. What I'm saying is, is that Kim was constantly like stroking her face and her chin and agitated, constantly pulling her hair back then pulling it back and pulling it the other side and just... Da, 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 just so stressful to watch and then she got kicked she was on jamie's like um coaching team and she got kicked off that and then was trying to get onto cambridge because she wants her kid to succeed and it was just all her like no one really liked her and wanted her off one team and then she's like "And now my kid doesn't have a coach and what am i gonna do and i just can't imagine being that fucking invested in all of this like no. it was her life it was just so all your money all your time and this isn't like You know, I understand that I've heard horror stories about um, parents here that have their kids and like football and like soccer and stuff that takes weekends away and you're traveling with them. But they do, but I understand that more so because it's a team sport that has many, many benefits. Plus, the majority of people do it so they can get a scholarship into university. This isn't for anything. If you want them to be a model, you want them to be an actress or actor get them into local theater then do something that is productive and a hell of a lot hassle less hassle and cheaper than this it just none of it makes sense to me none of it and maybe i should be happy that none of it makes sense to me
0: well and i think a lot of it is about the money because they would they would also interview the people running the pageants and yeah. one of them out said um this takes a lot of money if you if you don't have the funds you should find a different hobby it's up it's about who can spend the most on a sparkly dress and that's not talent that's just oh daddy has a lot of money like
1: but they don't you see the houses they live a lot of them don't they don't get dental work so they can pay for it. It, it none of it like we're trying to explain the inexplicable here we really are i mean so this one first show, it was basically about the rivalry of the coaches and they had drama yeah. between the adults, which I thought, okay, that lessens the blow of them putting the eyelashes on the children, doing these glamour shots that they do where they basically airbrush these children's faces to look like adults just shrunk down with big hair. It's just all Jean Bonnet. It's just imagine Jean mm. Bonnet, it's all like that. Um so that was the kind of drama on that. And I was like, okay, it is it is a little bit manageable if it's more about adults and the children. But these children were shoved on pe- on the stage. Usual stuff. The second episode was Universal Royalty, Season 2, Episode 1. Now this one. Ha oh, ha. Uh, the mother. There is one mother that comes on and she has twins, Brianne and Ashlyn. Kate. Oh my. Yeah. Kate. Kate this woman I didn't even write down her name because she's such a monster she had four children all of them in pageants right she's two twins then five she had five kids all of them in pageants she used to do pageantry stuff when she was younger apparently a lot of that's a running theme as well a lot of them have um which is to be expected so the two twins are Brianne and Ashlyn they're not identical straight out the gate straight out the gate the mother not uh, unabashedly well, Brienne is the pretty one. Ashlyn, she kind of has a big nose. She doesn't have a lot of confidence. She gets on stage, she's hunched over. Brienne is the winner. I don't expect Ashlyn to ever place. I'd, it went on and on and on with this child. It was horrendous. It was so abhorrent. Brienne is fabulous
0: and full of life, and Ashlyn is just Ashlyn.
1: What? it didn't stop the competition between the two and this little girl ashlyn was just a quiet little oh. girl and she was constantly being told that she was nothing compared to i mean this woman wasn't even trying to gloss over it or hide it no she was just very much like she's just not that pretty she doesn't do that well and if she places i'm surprised she's a big nose she's not co- and by the way they're about five or something i don't know how old they were but they were like five or six Mm -hmm. it was so undisgusting to watch and all i can hope is that these horrendous mothers got a ton of backlash i just really really hope they did because she deserves it the way she and ashlyn even had a dress that was like it was all um it was ripped so she berates the child why did you rip this how did you rip this well we're not getting it fixed let's focus on brianne it's just I mean, I didn't want to discuss it so much, too much anymore. It was so awful. It really was just terrible the way she treated them.
0: Well, and remember the, one, the, husband, hated, oh the husband hated the pageant stuff
1: and seemingly yeah. hated the wife. <laughs> they didn't seem uh, to like there was each a other. Lot of that. Yeah. There was a lot of that. There's just a lot of men in white T-shirts with generic kind of like beer brands on them and baseball caps turning up. That's kind of what they all look like. Yeah. Um, and then we had the little bit of comedy here with with Eden. Now, <laughs> Eden Wood is everything that you imagine as a pageant girl. Blonde just looks like Little Miss Piggy. That's the only way I can got that southern accent, a little piggy nose she just and she's the star now she what we did cover her she was in um our episode toddlers and tiaras where are they now um Mm -hmm. and she still seems really unpleasant um she was a surprise baby the mother didn't think she was going to get pregnant apparently she went to jamaica and came back and she was pregnant so (laughs) you (laughs) You know magic was made there with my husband um but she's like a legend in the pageantry world. And she became very, very well-known from this. And didn't you say there was a spinoff with her, Kate?
0: There was. It was called Eden's World. I think it
1: only lasted one season. But she did get okay. her own TLC spinoff. And the amount that her mother spent was between sixty-five and $70,000. <sighs> that would pay for a lot of trips to Jamaica. I mean, it really would. <laughs> It was, (laughs) and the dresses were just these. I mean, the the cheapest one she had was like $1,200. You know, it was just a lavish amount. Of course, she's just spoiled rotten. Just completely, it's, as everything you imagine. She just fills every stereotype. Little pink dress, looks like little Miss Piggy. And was a monster. So that was kind of her. Wait, 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 wait. The puppets, though. The hand puppets. Oh, that was quite good. I really
0: actually liked that. (laughs) Her mom, to calm her down when she's getting upset, puts a little wig on one of her hands and has a boy and a girl hand puppet that are called Billy Bob and Bobby Sue. And Eden refers to them as her best friends. And I was like, why do I feel
1: like her mom still does the puppets for her and why did I feel like I was in an episode of um what is it on HBO um Gems Righteous Gems Billy Bob and Bobby Sue have you seen you must have seen Righteous (laughs) Gems right yeah I've seen it yeah 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 it was literally like Bobby Sue Billy Bob and Bobby Sue Billabob and Barbasou. I mean, to me, I just thought this these were all works of fitch, fiction I didn't think any of this existed in America. And then I realised it actually does. And I don't know what to do with that. I don't know what to do with that. Billabab and Barbasou. Um it, You
0: know what this reminds me of um like Best in Show. Like it seems like it should be a Christopher oh, Guest movie. Oh dream. That's dream. how dramatic these people are. Yeah. Yeah.
1: They're they're just complete caricatures of themselves. And they're just, if they weren't so deeply unpleasant, like, and morally bereft, you would think it would be comical. It really would be comical. But um, there's just so much horrendous behavior towards children that it's, like, illegal. And I don't know why, once again, why TLC is still having this on their network to follow up to um talking about horrendous um parents this woman had a 2 week old baby uh, this is where i cried this woman had a, a little boy that was maybe about 5 or something that he go he does pageants and she had given birth 2 weeks ago this tiny innocent little human being that that is at the point where their eyes can't even see color. They can just see black and white. They can't, he can't hold his head up. He can't, you know, he's just an innocent, sweet little soul that probably weighs less than my Pomeranian. And she's like, I'm going to dress him up and put him in a pageant. Now I don't have children. Kate doesn't have children. We've never given birth, but I would presume from all of my friends and everyone that I know has had children Two weeks after you've given birth, your priority is certainly is not going in a car ride for like 12 hours to go to a holiday inn to go to a pageant. I mean, the
0: the stitches are not even healed. Let's just say that. I mean, so at one point she's wondering if Cavan, the newborn baby, will have stage presence. Uh, no. No, he's probably just gonna sit in your arms and fart, and like I know. he can't even see that far ahead of him. He's that's what he she was said. Just in your tummy,
1: yeah. We'll see if he has. We'll see if he has stage presence. He should be at home in his nursery, in his house, making sure he's sleeping enough, making sure he's getting fed, making sure he's staying alive. And she's in some fucking hotel in the middle of nowhere putting him on stage in front of bright lights camera flashes which can completely damage their eyesight i just cried i was so angry i was so disgusted i just <sighs> and at it's one point really she's really hard she, it's, <sighs> she's lamenting
0: she's lamenting the fact that she didn't have girls because it's so much more exciting to have pageant girls and she kind of insinuates that she's going to keep having children until she has a girl. Oh, and yeah. Uh, and she, she says, you can't really prepare a child as young as Cavan, the newborn, physically and mentally for a pageant. You just get the outfits together. And it's like, oh, oh, you don't say. You don't say. You can't mentally no, you prepare shit, your
1: two-week-old baby. Two weeks. Oh, surely as a woman you're still like you're right the stitches haven't healed you probably i don't know can you even walk upright? like aren't you just your hormones are everywhere you probably still have an extended like uterus from just giving birth and you are on stage pushing a child oh, i can't i can't okay okay we need to move on from that one because that, on. that was one that really made me cry i can't with that one yeah, yeah. okay what's the next one kate
0: Okay, uh, this is season five, episode one, Darling Divas. uh, It's the Darling Divas pageant in New York City. Uh, So first, first we have Paisley, okay? Paisley is three years old, and she is somewhat notorious in the pageant scene and on the internet because Mm -hmm. her mom decided to make her a pretty woman... Costume based on the Julia Roberts costume, where it's like the white and blue dress with the boots. Okay.
1: Yep. And that and was what we had discussed in our uh, when we did. Where are they now? That was this was one that she fe- They featured her.
0: Yeah. Mm. So she did that at a pageant, and they got a lot of flack for this online. Mm-hmm. Um, I have an article. Oh. From...
1: <laughs> Go on tight. Go on, come on, get that journalistic uh, spirit out. I have an article from the Daily Mail, of course. No, 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 no. Hang on, hang on, hang on. Listeners, you know, Kate's tireless research into these Zedless celebrity star celebrity reality, reality stars, she's going to the very tippity top is maybe being starcasm.net. Like those are the best type of <laughs> Um, website she's going to and we always said if only we could get to the dizzying heights of the daily mail the dizzying heights of the daily mail so we've got there
0: well and there i want to also say there were other options for articles for this because there were okay. so many articles but i okay. i went to the best i went to the best <sighs> not such a pretty woman mother dresses girl age three as prostitute in toddlers and tiaras pageant oh the Parents Television Council has reacted with outrage over a preview of the latest episode of Toddlers and Tiaras that sees a three-year-old dressed as a prostitute. Um, according to RadarOnline.com, the PTC said, we have a serious problem when a network formerly known as The Learning Channel features a toddler... <laughs> features a toddler who probably hasn't even learned to read dressed as a prostitute showing off her sexy strut. Uh... A preview of the show reveals the disturbing sight of three-year-old Paisley dressed as the one-time
1: drug-using streetwalker, (sighs) Vivian Ward. (laughs) Daily Mail pulls no punches. They pull no punches. (laughs) So So, proud to be English right now. So proud of the Daily Mail. um, We had mentioned that. I mean, it was so... You know, that was the, the Daily Mail brought brought up something there that it was, with all of the list of things that were disturbing about watching the show Kate, the amount of time the word sexy was put next to a child when they're talking about a child really really got me there was one in the next episode that we'll discuss, that it just said quote I don't want the little kids to look too sexy
0: Ugh it's disgusting and if they weren't saying sexy they were saying kind of coded language that meant sexy mm-hmm. they would say do your sassy walk sassy. do your yeah. do your diva walk mm-hmm. and shake mm-hmm. your butt mm-hmm. and Mm-hmm. What they mean is like swing your hips side to side and, yep. you know, move, move your body in this way that is appealing to men. Like that is what it's it so is. Provocative. And it's so, it's yep.
1: so gross. It's all sexually provocative. They're meant to, you see these girls and they're being taught the way to move their hips when they don't even have any, you know, they're told to, uh, the way they're supposed to bend over and move. And it's, it's honestly as horrific as we're descri- describing it. Like it's oh. terrible also she has an agent named blake woodruff no let's not let's not with blake let's not with blake <sighs> and blake, you're not I've, I've news for you you're not an agent no sorry talent manager you are he goes i'm one of the top <laughs> i'm one of the top talent managers in new york city i thought are you hmm. <laughs> are you blake I, I, I don't, I don't, I don't think so. I don't think you are. I'll bet he, my last dollar that you're not.
0: <laughs> he's trying. He's so clearly trying to rehab her image, which is so mm-hmm. ridiculous to say because she's three years old. He goes, "Oh well, you know, she's she's more conservative. You know, she's definitely like a Jackie O as opposed to a Marilyn." Oh god. And at one point, they're dressing her up in her outfit for her this is sort of a category that's like wear what you want mm. and they call it the sex in the city outfit oh, God. and Blake yeah, yeah. says she's got a Samantha attitude with a Carrie outfit and it is like oh, this God. shirt with a mesh belly and then the there's like a skirt and it rips away and it's pants with like mesh that shows her leg and it's it had it's a very it was like yeah, the, garter. The, it was like yeah. the
1: trouser stopped and then it had like a got about yeah i looked up his twitter oh yes and Did
0: this is his bio
1: okay <laughs>
0: <laughs> laughing is my cardio ben on oh. tv or excuse me ben on tv emoji love adventures born in georgia raised in nyc living in la he hasn't tweeted since 2018, which I haven't either oh. really,
1: but um, he is a Roni stan. Oh, hang on. I'm full conflicted. <laughs> hang on. hang. Ooh, whoa, 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 whoa there, whoa there. Rony Real Housewives of New York is one of the greatest things that's ever been put into existence. So I'm having a hard time um blake listen i have a lot of merch uh on my etsy a Brit in the sun that has a lot of roni so if you want to head over there and purchase a large quantity um we'll think about issuing a retraction about the comments we made about you so think think about it blake think on it yeah he he just seemed like a very opportunist guy i don't know he i don't don't know what else to say about him yeah, it was, it was, and he was there at the pageant and being like, that's our girl, that's our girl. And yeah, he just wanted to be on TV, to be honest. Yeah. Um, but he's in LA now, so maybe I'll bump into him. Um, <laughs> Isabella was from NYC and her mother, we saw, this was another one that was in Toddlers and Tiaras, Where Are They Now? This is the mm-hmm. one you'll remember, uh, darling listeners, if you, um, if you listened to that previous show episode, is the mother that took three sugar packets that you would use to put into coffee or whatever into drinks and just poured them directly into her child's mouth and that was to get her energy she goes there's no point giving them candy because it's full of other stuff as though she's like oh I'm not gonna allow her to have pixie sticks because of the dyes that are in it just give (laughs) her the direct sugar
0: she said direct sugar direct energy okay yep and uh, she
1: she was desperate to get her daughter to be a kind of, um, to be a brand. And I think when we caught up with her, it is this one. It's when we caught up with her. She was the one that the daughter now had claimed, claimed to be a millionaire by the time she was seven or something. Wasn't it this one, Kate? Do you remember? Y- yes.
0: So, yeah. I had kind of forgotten about that. And I have notes here because her mom is like, who knows? We could spin this into a jewelry line mm-hmm. or, you know, a candy line or whatever. And I wrote notes and I'm like, okay. And then I looked up her Instagram and I was like, oh, she does have a jewelry line.
1: Yeah, she does she has i a, mean it doesn't mean it's selling but she right. does yeah she
0: has a jewelry line a skincare line and apparently a modeling career her instagram bio designer slash model slash entrepreneur slash millionaire slash host slash actress slash youtuber slash next big thing nyc amazon prime snapchat house Baretti.
1: and isn't she and she's like 15 or something yeah now yeah Yeah. she's like a girl boss yeah yeah and she's i know because i i remember when we did where are they now i looked her at that instagram too and she was at the nickelodeon like kids choice awards or whatever it is yep um so she's still out there you know really trying to get into it and who knows if she was a millionaire at seven i'm sure a mother took uh most of it but who knows who knows? Um this was also the woman that said when the girl came back into the room she said you messed up why why did you mess up yeah just berating her She's, this little girl yeah
0: cuz she kind of froze on stage during her talent portion it was a dance and she you know and this happens i was in dance recitals growing up and sometimes you just freeze and you kind of forget what you're doing and that's what happened and they get back to the hotel room and the mom says, why did you go on stage and blow it like that, baby? Yeah. And then she's talking to everyone else in the room, the family. She totally blew the whole routine. I know. This, would, this would wreck me if my
1: parents oh. said this to me. I am such a sensitive person, which was always... I could do a complete rant about how people use the word sensitive in such a negative connotation. It's a wonderful thing to be, but people would always... You know, people love to degrade you by saying... Or attempt to degrade you or diminish your feelings by saying you're too sensitive um, when they're just saying terrible things to you and you're reacting because they're terrible things. Um, So... You know, I would have been, I couldn't even tell you what that would have done to me. And this girl was so used to it, because I'm sure she was being told that from a very, very young age. Just kind of washed over her. Just completely washed over her. I put the it in Italian, baby. I'm here to beat Paisley. It was just so intense. It was a lot. Um, Anything else to say about that episode, Kate? uh well we didn't talk about
0: cheyenne and her mom trisma you better not cry
1: you bet are you crying you better not cry
0: i did cry during this and the moment i cried was when they are interviewing this is after they put her in a girdle or like a girdle no it was a girdle
1: it was a shaping she says that yeah go i know what you're gonna say go ahead
0: Well, they're interviewing the little girl and she goes, I've been practicing sucking my tummy in Mm -hmm. and just looks at the camera and it, I I feel like crying right now. It seriously made me really upset because this girl is eight years old and she's Mm -hmm. already internalizing like hating her body or like feeling like her body isn't right. Absolutely. Absolutely that is just so upsetting because I you know I have nieces that are that age and luckily you know they don't do stuff like this and they're not they don't have that in their heads but just knowing how young they are and 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 the fact that this little girl is focusing on that instead of just playing and having fun and being a kid and it just it it really upset me when she said that.
1: Oh, and she also added that her mother makes her wear a girdle at night. She puts her in a girdle while she's asleep. I miss that. All those little organs and her body's growing and that's what the mother does. And I don't understand how these people aren't prosecuted for the way they treat the children. I just... Yeah.
0: Yeah. This was also the nail salon moment. Oh, Um, yeah. So they're going to get her nails done and Cheyenne really wants the tips you know the acrylic tips put on and the the nail tech is like oh I don't do that on kids nails because it can damage them and it's really Mm -hmm. not good for kids and so the mom at first the mom's like okay next time next time and then they go outside and Cheyenne's crying because she wanted the tips because she's a kid and she doesn't understand you know it's like she's just Mm -hmm. wanting what she wants and because she's crying and some parents and i don't mean to like you know i'm not a parent but like there are parents where their kid cries and they just give in. they just give right sure. in. and she sure, does sure, sure. and she walks in and she goes put the tips on put the tips mm. on her now 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 she said. yeah she goes her happiness right now is, is m- the all most- that matters yeah. right is yeah.
1: all that matters in the world yep she goes the so, damage
0: of not making her happy will be less than the damage that's that is done to her nails.
1: And I was you like You know what the damage is is that this child is going to grow up demanding and not understanding why she can't get anything and also be filled with absolute self-loathing. That's what the damage is because that's how she's going to grow up due to that mother's parenting.
0: Exactly. These kids feel like they're 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 all probably feeling like they're never good enough because of course not. this of course little girl not. does she does great in the pageant by the way she wins a supreme title that's the whole thing supremes like whatever so she wins yeah. this she wins a supreme title it's not the very very top title but it's a good title and mm-hmm. all her mom can do is complain that it's not a higher title yeah yeah exactly so good enough. yeah that was that episode
1: <sighs> Lost one yep was season that yeah we're nearly there listeners listen we're trying to be peppy about this it's just been a really hard week first of all you know it's just all of this has been deep really really unpleasant and seriously unpleasant but we're going to get through this, and then we're going to go to the Wheel of Shame. We're going to pick some good ones. We're going to have a laugh again, so just bear with us with this episode. Okay, last one that we watched, Season 1, Episode 1, Universal Royalty National Pageant. Once again, we, this is one where they do the mothers and the daughters. Now, there is comedy in this, because we're introduced to David.
0: <laughs> yes. There we go.
1: Now, David, 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 he was in the episode that we covered as well of where are they now because he became a legend now how to accurately explain david we're introduced to him at the sewing machine making all of his daughter ava who's two all of her costumes he's a costumer he he, you know he he's very um he does it all choreographer That's the word I'm using. Yes. He's flamboyant. He's he's married to Tanya for now. Um, And they have many children, which we found out in the where are they now. Um, Ava is two and he is out there with the flags. He is out there with the costumes. He's out there telling her how to dance, spin, give us this, give us that. And he says, you know, it's a joke in our family. If you want someone to change a tire, you'll go to my wife. If you want someone to make a make a dress, you come to me. Mm-hmm. There's not a lot we really, you know, need to add to that. Um, apart from if you're wondering what the dynamic in that family was, you will find out if you watch Where Are They Now, which we probably covered. He ended up, the marriage didn't last. Now, I know you're all surprised. I know everyone was surprised after watching it. He said that he is open to dating um, and, you know, his kids don't care, his sexuality, which is fantastic. And um, He'd also lost half of his foot when we saw him, like, where are they now due to diabetes, which the TLC camera crew kept focusing on, which was really disturbing. Mm-hmm. He'd lost a load of weight because he was, he was quite overweight in this um but he was still making all of these costumes and he was now making these costumes for drag queens local in like in the area so he was still doing what he loved and i think he was getting paid for it as well so and he still had all his kids around him who loved him because i think they had like four or five kids um mother wasn't in the picture anymore i don't know with the children she may be not not sure about that but they had they had divorced a long time ago which nobody saw coming
0: Yeah, he's, he's honestly a really sweet guy. He does the, he sews the costumes, he does the choreography, he does the makeup, the hair. I mean, he is so into this and he adores um,
1: Ava. Ava. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, But it was quite funny because um, Ava won nothing. But what was funny, (laughs) hang on. I'm so sorry, I had a bit of ice in my mouth. I'm so sorry. Um So Ava wins nothing, which was quite which isn't the funny part, but what's loser. funny is that just a complete fucking loser. What it is is what's funny is that they all pile into the car afterwards, and there's just a shot of him saying, Oh, well, that's nice. They gave us a program. <laughs> just leave. <laughs> that's literally thousands of dollars thousands of hours of time that they put into choreographing making these costumes driving to god knows where in texas and he got a program out of it and they drove home (laughs) it was ever the optimist david ever the optimist we salute you we really do
0: that's right. He did. He was excited about the program. And at he one was. point he got... So the wife competes in this competition mm. too. Mm-hmm. And he's he kind of views them as his dress-up dolls, sort of, you know. Mm-hmm. And He does say, my wife looks good for having had three kids. Mean that was coming. <laughs> I was Why not? like, oh,
1: God. Oh, okay. <laughs> Oh, man. Um... And this was also the episode that the person that runs the competition, because they sometimes interview the people that are in charge, and um, actually most episodes, and they did that with the universal, this one. And this was the quote. This is what she said, because they were talking, she was talking about, she seemed quite sensible at first, because she was saying, I don't want these children spray tanned. She goes, they should appear as they are. Great. Okay. Um, And she goes, I like one pieces as in a swimsuit on a child as opposed to bikinis. And I'm like, all right, good. Because she says, I don't want the little kids to look too sexy. Very, very, very poor choice of words. Very poor choice of words. And then we meet the male judge. Now, listeners, Kate. Mm -hmm. If anyone here is a fan of Always Sunny in Philadelphia, which you should be because it's phenomenal, there is a character, Charlie which we all know and love and he has an uncle (laughs) Charlie's uncle has always been a little bit too handsy with him and when this male judge came on the screen I thought it was this act he was like the spitting image of the actor that plays Charlie's creepy uncle he looked the same. He spoke the same. And I'm thinking, when did Always Sunny start? Like, did they use this guy as inspiration? And he comes on and he's just shifty eyed. Like, none of this is an exaggeration. Watch it. And he's only on interviewed for like a couple of minutes. And he's just like shifty eyed. And he's just like, yeah. Yeah, I'm known for being very harsh with the scoring. And it's just eyes are everywhere. I was so uncomfortable, so uncomfortable with him. Okay.
0: I just Googled Charlie's uncle and always Sunny because I needed I needed the visual
1: and It's yeah, him. Yeah. Yeah. It's him. It's actually him. It is the actor is exactly the spitting image of this guy. And he I mean, I I would the rationale of this man that was in his fifties to spend his weekends looking at children on stage in swimsuits. There's nothing that makes sense in any of that. In this whole world of everything that doesn't make sense, that doesn't make sense unless there is some lascivious undercurrent. Why would anyone want to do that? Why would anyone want to spend their weekends doing that? I don't know. And I wonder what these people say. Well, you do know. I mean, you do know. Well, I do know.
0: But I don't know why any regular non-creepy person would want to do that because what are you going to tell everyone in your life oh yeah sorry i can't come to the family reunion oh why because i'm going to be in a
1: hilton garden inn <laughs> looking at uh three-year-olds and bikinis yeah uh what so, so sorry steve what steve listen we've got um Massive rager of a party happening on Saturday. Tons of alcohol, loads of hot women. You know we've got a big get together. It's going to be raging, man. You you great music. You 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 going to come down? Oh shit! You know do you say Saturday? Oh shit! You know can't do Saturday. Oh come on, Steve. We love you. We need you. You're always the life and soul of the party. You're always talking about how much you know. You 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 love being around the youth. You you don't want to come well i can't because i am judging a children's pageant oh like on floats or something no no it's more like in a hotel conference room where they um have three-year-olds dress up as prostitutes (laughs) he's like
0: oh sorry guys i just i just really really want to know if megan's gonna defend her crown as the reigning ultimate supreme I gotta be there. It's a
1: it is dedication to my art. I have to be at the Hilton Garden Inn. I, and by the gosh. way, this goes on all day. I was when I was watching this. These parents that take these kids, they get up. Of course, these kids have to spend hours getting their hair and makeup done. They're up at like six o'clock. They don't. They're there all fucking day, and they they get like um, crowned at like eight p.m. at night first of all these children are exhausted beyond belief yeah and just as a parent i just come from it as like how much i would do for my child and i would not do that (laughs) i'll tell you that i would not do that
0: no i'd be like hell no we're going to the water park and then we're going home and you guys are gonna watch no no. i mean i'd be
1: leaving mine with the nanny but i mean (laughs) you know other parents might be yeah I have brunch. I have a lot of stuff to do on a Saturday. Um, right. The right. nanny the nanny of the au pair can deal with that. Um, exactly. Yeah. I'll be out in West Hollywood having a good time. The- <laughs>
0: exactly. <laughs> what did you give this for pounds of learning we give every show a rating on a scale of zero to 600 um i pulled this number from 600 pound life which is one of the most popular shows on this network as you probably
1: know um so what did you rate this i actually you know what kate i didn't give it a rating and i'm gonna leave it at that i gave it zero give it zero
0: I also forgot to give it a rating. <laughs> um, Speaks volumes. Yeah. I, I wasn't even really thinking about the rating. Um,
1: I was mostly just really sad. <laughs> yes. There was so much anger and sadness this week. This was not a usual episode, guys. I mean, it was just so much anger and sadness and darkness that this Wheel of Shame... The gods better be upon us when we begin to spin. But Kate, do you want to rate it? You know what? No. No. Okay, good. We're not rating it anything. And TLC, this is not the last that you've heard of us and our petition of getting this off the air. I'm dead serious about this. It's appalling. It's appalling. This whole thing should not be viewed or experienced by anyone. Um And as frivolous as this podcast is, and as much as Kate and I have so much fun about taking the piss out of the eccentric characters in life and um, TLC, focusing in on them and possibly exploiting, this is an entire world of exploitation of the most vulnerable people in our society. And um, it needs to get taken off. So Kate and I will genuinely be um, in all seriousness doing something Anything that we can kind of do um, to contact TLC and just have our voice heard because it's disgusting. It's disgusting. It should never be viewed by anyone. And that's the last we are ever going to speak of this monstrous show. Right, Kate?
0: Yeah. I mean, I think future generations are going to look back at this show and be like completely flabbergasted that this was a thing.
1: Well, I mean, it's already, the first episode, it's already over 10 years old or something. I don't know what it is, but enough. It it should never be mentioned again and apart from protest against it. And Kate and I will be doing something, so stay tuned. Yes. All right. Let's get on to something fun. And Kate, (laughs) what is that that's going to be fun? We're going to spin the wheel of shame and find out what shows we'll be talking about next week. Any feeling you're getting, Kate. Any feeling.
0: I feel like after this week, we deserve Alaskan women looking for love.
1: I know. Kate, I know. I feel it so badly, Kate. I feel it so badly. <laughs> I just, for the Wheel of Shame gods that have been reasonably good to us, they, they've been good to us, we just are asking for something light and bright. Please, something light and bright. Please. Please. And as you know, um, listeners, each week we spin this, the Wheel of Shame for two shows. So let's go ahead and spin it for the first one. Let's go, Kate. It's spinning. Yes, come on. Come on. Give us something beautiful, something fun, something frivolous, something... Oh. What is it? This is kind of annoying-ish. Okay. Huh. All right. Ah, uh, Okay. Okay. We have got, we're kind of in the exact same situation as we were with toddlers and tiaras because we got toddlers and tiaras, where are they now? And then two weeks or three weeks later, we got toddlers and tiaras as we just covered. The one that we have right now is my 600 pound life, where are they now? Oh. So it's in reverse. Yeah. So it's the spin off from my 600 pound life. Um, okay. We can't go against the will of shame that's what it is, but it's just frustrating that we're going to have to kind of cover participants of a show that we haven't watched yet. Right. But that's what it is, Kate.
0: I mean, okay. the wheel has spoken.
1: The wheel has spoken. So the first show for next week, guys, My 600 hundred pound Life, Where Are They Now? So um write that down, guys, and start, start watching that as soon as the potty has ended so you can be updated for us next week. And let's get another one right now. Let's get a good one. We're going to do Fresh, fresh, fresh. We're going to spin it, Kate. You ready? Yes, spin it. Come on, frothy. Spinning. All right, we're going to get something really good. I'm not even looking, i'm looking at the wheel right now. I'm waiting until I hear the cooking end. Oh, come on, come on, make it something good. No, 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 no. What? No. What? Is it my 600 pound No, but that would be fucking amazing. Guys, what we have now is I have mentioned last week's episode, I believe it was the one before we covered an episode, we covered a show called Too Large. And I had mentioned that when Kate and I began just the the, um, the birth of this podcast, we had to list all of the shows on TLC. And there were some that I was like crying, laughing at how ridiculous they were going to be. And Too Large was one of them just because of that name, right? And this was another one that I thought TLC fucking gave up. I feel like they gave the reins to Jeff, the PA, on this one and said, create a show, and this is what he came up with. Are you ready? Yes. Toilet paper wedding dress challenge. (laughs) (laughs) That is the name of a television show. Now, I live in Los Angeles. I have friends... Kate has friends, multiple friends that are phenomenal actors, that are great um, script writers, create stories out of nothing. They can't get anything on a network. They can't pitch to anyone of any importance. Yet Toilet Paper Wedding Dress Challenge became a show on TLC. <laughs> and the Wheel of Shame just gave it to us to watch. Kate we have to check right now if that's even I that's yeah. not can we even let me can check. we find that yeah
0: let me check Jeff this paid for Jeff the PA's new car yeah
1: yeah he went from a Nissan to a Toyota I mean he you know he got his stuff um he got his stuff he got his stuff like improved um this car this can't actually be and it's got to be a one-off this was not a series There's no way. There's no way there was a season. Let's see. Oh my God! Can you imagine? It's on Hulu, I guess. No, 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 Kate. How many seasons of this are there? There, no, no, no. no. It's a one-off. It's a one-off. There's not seasons. (laughs) Kate, you better, you better be shitting me right now. What is it? Tell me. First, okay,
0: first episode date, September 30, 2019.
1: What? Just what before, it? So it caused the pandemic. Got it. Okay, <laughs> something like this. <laughs> okay, let Do me look at we, the yeah. overview here. Because yeah, it's not on, because Kate and I have several apps that we check all these shit shows on. It's not on Discovery. Um, So you're saying it's on Hulu. Why the, the hell would it be on, not on Discovery? It's a TLC show. Bear with us, listeners, because we just we you know if we don't find this, we um, fingers crossed we'll have to um, spin the wheel. Okay, so no, 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 you can only watch the toilet paper wedding dress show. Oh God, watch with live TV on Hulu. Okay, I don't have that. I have Hulu, but I don't have live TV Hulu, and it's not on Discovery Plus either, Kate. There's probably YouTube clips. Um, toilet paper <laughs> wedding. I don't want to go against the wheel of shame. Like, I don't want it to be, like, pissed off at us. Toilet I paper know. wedding dress challenge. Okay, um, these incredible wedding gowns are made of toilet paper. Okay, there's eight minutes <laughs> of this of this clip. Um, TLC, there's another five minutes. One season. God, this was actually a fucking show, guys. Well, I is toilet- really
0: impressive, actually. I don't...
1: It doesn't... It could be... I mean, it's not children with fake breasts on. I know. So. Anything... I know. I've really got to watch myself here. Okay, meet the finalists in toilet paper When there's a, You know what I'm watching? On YouTube, there's a lot of clips from news stations that are covering this show. <laughs> so I don't know what that says, but... Um... <sighs> Are we doing it? Is there enough to watch to give to our listeners, is the question.
0: Well, 600-pound life,
1: where are they now, will be quite a lot, I feel. Yeah, I guess so. I mean, all I can find, though, genuinely online is I have a six-minute clip and I have a five-minute clip. Mm, Maybe we should spin again. Guys, I think we're going to – this is the first time we've ever done this. And listen – we are not copping out but when because but uh, look we, we're really not we're not getting out of this because it's going to be boring we just can't give you a lot of information if we have two clips we can't give them good coverage Kate
0: yeah we have to be able to serve our dear listeners so I will probably watch a clip of it just so we can kind of like see a little of what it is but I think we should spin again
1: all right, Kate's spoken. All right, I'm going to remove this from the Wheel of Shame. So we still have, and you know, and this week we only had one one episode, one show as well. So we are due two full shows. Right. So, okay, I'm getting rid of this. We are still going to watch um, 600 Hundred Pound Life, Where Are They Now? We are going to go now and spin this wheel. And by the way, if this Wheel of Shame is like, well, fuck you, I'm going to give you something that is 15 seasons. <laughs> 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 if they give us 90-day fiancé, we're fucked. But, oh. um... I'm going to spin. You ready? I'm so scared. I'm spinning. Oh, please give us a one-off. Real ashamed, please. And make it like a fun light one-off. Yeah. Don't give us like a 90... Oh, wow. Okay. Okay. Uh, This is something. So we're going to watch my 600-pound life, where are they now? And we're going to watch Conjoined Twins, colon inseparable.
0: Okay. Once again, we
1: have to just check. We have to check it's on there though. I can get down. And, with and this. guys, I know this might be boring to you listening, but we um if we don't do this, then we end up um halfway through the week texting each other being like, uh is uh is this on here? I can't find it. <laughs> um ooh, I don't know if it is conjoined. So it's called oh yep it is. We've got it. And it has um and it's, oh, it's a one-off. Thank Wheel of Shame, Yay! thank you. Thank you, Wheel of Shame. Thank you. Bye. All right, listeners, so the Wheel of Shame is spoken. We have two shows for next week. 600 Pound Life, Where Are They Now? And Conjoined Twins, Colin Inseparable, which is a one-off, a 42-minute uh, one-off episode. All right, so now we have done that. We have got through a tense time with the wheel of shame. We've got through a horrendous review of a horrendous show. Let's move on to the fun things, which are talking to you listeners about, first of all, saying thank you so, so much for listening. Um, And, you know, as always, we want to plug our social media. We want to make sure that the biggest thing you you can do for us, if you're listening, is just tell a mate, like tell your friend, you know what? I was listening to a podcast. Um, There's a Brit and a Yank that talk about TLC shows yeah doesn't sound that great of a concept but listen to it it's better than it sounds um follow us on social media our instagram and our tiktok is at tender loving care pod at tender loving care pod our twitter is tlc poddy um email us beautiful things at tender loving at gmail.com tender at gmail.com kate what would you like to plug this week anything you want to plug
0: I would like to say that it's very nice if you want to give us a five-star review on whatever mm. app you use to listen to the pod. Also, um, I have a podcast, Mo- Mostly Bravo. Uh, Instagram is at Mostly Bravo, and you can check that out if you'd like. What else do you have to plug?
1: I would like to plug Arrange of objects I've created to fulfill my love of pop culture. So it originally started with a lot of Bravo stuff. If you're a Bravo fan, um, I have a range of t-shirts and notebooks that are all surrounding my deep, deep love of the real housewives all over the franchises i've also kind i also have other elements of pop culture some infamous youtubers i have some i'm bringing on some tlc stuff as well which i will keep you updated with but the best way to find everything is on my instagram if you go to a brit in the sun a b r i t in the sun you can find me on instagram i have a link to my etsy store there you can see all the t-shirts sweaters notebooks etc etc um this has not been. I wouldn't say this was fun. The show I would today. This episode I would say the, the the wheel of shame was good. That was the section of the show that Kate and I had fun. The rest of it we got through because we are true, true trailblazers um, in the podcasting world when it comes to reviewing horrendous television.
0: It was nice and cathartic to just just go through that with you because watching it by myself it was so upsetting (laughs) so to be able to just commiserate about how horrible it is was a slightly healing for me so um good i hope i hope that was uh somewhat entertaining for y'all and thank you so much for listening we really appreciate you
1: We really, really do. And you can always reach out to us at our email um, if you have any questions, um, suggestions, anything you want us to chat about. Um, And once again, the best thing you can do, as Kate said, is go ahead, leave us a review, preferably five star, and tell your mates about the show because it's the best thing you can do for us to just spread the word. All right. Well, you have your shows to watch next week. We will be back with you um, same time next week. And have a great week. Thank you so much for listening. Bye-bye. Bye.